previously, both because of their age, but also because in Philadelphia, work and family were sort of very split up. In the Poconos, we we really both directly and also just by like inadvertently experiencing it, the children got to see their mom and dad really build this. Hello there. If you find yourself looking for a slower way of life, of travels, of connecting to the people and the places around you, you're in good company. Join me, Molly Reese, as I chat with families all across the globe who so graciously welcome the likes of you and me into their homes, onto their land, and about their day-to-day lives. This is Stay in Good Company. Today, we're in great company with Brian Linton, co-founder of The Rex, a new outdoor scape in the heart of the Pocono Mountains for urban dwelling explorers and travelers alike. Brian, welcome to the show. Happy to have you in our company. Thanks for having me, Molly. Now, before we get to know your secluded sense of place, we want to get to know you. Tell us about yourself, your upbringing, your personal passions. So my upbringing is definitely like it has for many people shaped what I'm doing today. And uh, so it, it starts with being being born in Vermont. Uh, and when I was one years old, though, uh, my family and I moved to Japan, to Tokyo um, in the 80s. And then in the 90s, we moved to Singapore. And so my entire upbringing was in Asia and really fell in love with oceans and waterways and just the natural parts of the world by getting the opportunity to travel around growing up. Um, and one of the things that I did growing up is I used to keep a lot of tropical fish. I had 30 fish tanks in my bedroom. I, I just loved, I loved anything aquatic. And so when I came to the US and I, I went to school, uh, when I went to college, I, I started my first business, which is um, United by Blue, which is a brand of sustainable apparel and accessories with a focus on ocean and waterway conservation. And so I started that uh, about 12 years ago. And and really that love of the outdoors um, through manifested through that brand. So we were all about conservation, selling to a lot of outdoor stores like REI um, or especially outdoor stores across the world. Um, it really it really tapped me into this outdoor industry. And um, fast forward to COVID hitting and uh, you know, we, we, we love the outdoors. We were looking for a place to go in the outdoors to escape to. And that all manifested between my consumer background, my upbringing overseas, my love of the aquatic world, and therefore my love of the outdoor world into the Rex Hotel and um, sort of a, a twisty road to get there, but definitely ended up, ended up sort of making sense when I hindsight it all. Right. And so you mentioned that you started the Rex with your wife. Um, what inspired you and your wife to seek out a place in the Poconos uh, to build a space like the Rex? So we're, we're based in Philadelphia and obviously like every place in March, 2020, things shut down. And, um, you know, it took us a while to sort of realize that we didn't really want to be in the city. We wanted to find a place outside the city along with the rest of the country. And um, we started looking at cabins in the Poconos and, you know, prior to COVID, you know, Poconos, you could buy a place very, very affordably, very accessible. Um, and it turns out that obviously the demand went up and things got got much more expensive. And so as we started to explore it further, 
we started looking at uh, motels as well. And contrary, especially in 2020, maybe not now and, or not in 2021 or 2022, but in 2020, there was a huge disparity between nobody wanted, like hotels and motels were actually not doing well because things were still shut down. Um, and especially run down places that didn't really have a market even before COVID. So that was sort of the perfect storm is this depressed commercial real estate market at the beginning of COVID, plus the fact that we were looking at entirely rundown places that were not operating with or without COVID. And that's what we found in the Toshman Motel, which was right on the border of Promised Land State Park in a town called Greentown in uh, the Northeastern region of the Poconos. And um, so we could have bought a cabin or a rundown 1950s motel for essentially the same price. You know, I asked my wife now, like, like, you know, hindsighting, it was, it was, it was sort of like only a decision that you can make in COVID. It was like, yeah, let's, let's buy a motel and we'll live there and we'll renovate it while we're there because we want to get out of the city anyways. Um, so this can be sort of killing two birds with one stone. And that's how, that's how it came to be. So you went from planning to get a nice little cabin for your family to now housing and feeding a, a whole new group of guests day after day after day, well, year after year. Well, well, we were really only feeding probably bears for the first year or so sure. um, because it, it was, a, it, it was, I mean, some would say that the place could have been torn down and started from scratch and it would have been easier. Um, I think at the end of the day, the character and, and, and the feel that we achieved by, by keeping the structure and just doing extensive renovation was worthwhile, but it was definitely a bigger project and a bigger lift than we sort of in our COVID dream phase um, thought we were getting ourselves into. I mean, we didn't even, many people know the show now, but at the time we didn't even know the, this uh, the TV show Shit's Creek. And yeah. when we were living there, we were living in one of the units, like absolutely Shit's Creek style. You know, the first, the first night we didn't have water and I couldn't figure it out. I was like, how do we not have water? And it was already getting, it's already in October of 2020, 2020. It's really cold out. I'm trying to figure out water. We're, we're like, we have a pump. What? Water, water's coming from a pump. Like I didn't, I didn't know that. I have lived in cities my whole life, Tokyo, right? Singapore, and Philadelphia. And um, so had to figure out how to do that. It took us three days to get water. And, um, and I, not to mention, I had two small kids. I have three kids now, but I had two, I'd have, we moved out there with a uh, four-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, and, uh, and it was, it was, you know, it was, it was a few weeks in, somebody was like, have you seen the show Shit's Creek? And we hadn't seen it. And then we sat there in our Shit's Creek sort of motel watching the show for the next month or so. And we're like, wow, this is crazy. Cause not only the motel part, but also the town, like we, we just, we just sort of landed in a small town America from being from cities and things like that. Totally different culture, totally different vibe. Um, election year, pol pol political sides of, of things being so interesting and eye-opening. It was, it was actually a, it was a really interesting, but wonderful experience all around. Wow. I, I had a similar story. I moved from a 500 square foot studio apartment in New York with my fiance uh -huh. to then building a brand new house from the ground up with that same, what was the same rental price now became our mortgage. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get that. I get the, the lack of water, electricity. And I mean, to have a two-year-old and four-year-old 
what it's definitely an added challenge. So in essentially building the Rex from the ground up, um, what were some of the biggest lessons you learned or the biggest challenges you overcame besides the water? <laughs> you know, my, um, my grandfather growing up, he, he always had this saying that I never really understood, but he always, and I probably still don't fully understand it, but he, he, was, he would always say it only costs twice as much to go first class. And, you know, I, I, I know, I, I knew from the day we got it that we were in a special environment, beautiful mountain town directly on, we had a private trailhead that nobody, that the previous motel wasn't even embracing. It was just an overgrown backyard, like with trash and bears and all sorts of stuff. But like everything was focused on the road as old motels traditionally were like road focused and not landscape focused. And so we flipped the script on it instead of it being like a motel road. We, we made everything face the forest and, and everything face the, uh, the outdoors and the wilderness. And I knew that people from New York and Philadelphia would, would love this, despite it being in a rather depressed, rundown town that, that honestly, like the, the, the best thing about this town is, 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 um, is this beautiful park that it has. And, but that element alone makes this a five-star establishment. Like, it's almost like we don't have to try, we do try hard and we made, we made a great establishment, but because of that park and because of 15,000 acres of wilderness, that does the hard work for us. And so everything else, we just had to make incredibly nice. So like the finishes, the renovation, the rooms, like we, we knew that if, if we built something really, really special, the forest and the wilderness is gonna bring in so many, so many interested people that don't wanna camp. Um, they actually, what we learned early on is a lot of people that come and stay at the Rex, they're actually, they actually call the Rex their camping experience. That is, that is what they, they want to do is they, they want to say they're going camping, but they're actually staying in a five-star accommodations with amazing linens, amazing mattresses, you know, heated bathroom floors, um, you know, simple, simple luxury amenities like free firewood. Whereas like, if you go camping, you got to figure out how you're going to get firewood and everything like that. Those things matter. And so it only costs, you know, twice as much, you know, like to, to, to make things super nice, but then you're first class. And then when you're first class, you have the world's your oyster. And the Rex is really the only establishment in that area that I would say is, is first class. It definitely sounds like it. And you're able to, as you said, introduce people who might not feel comfortable stepping out into nature in that way. And you elevate it and you enhance what's already there, the beauty that nature provides, and you just create a space for people to comfortably enjoy it. And so, yeah, I mean, like, you know, when a bear, when a bear shows up on the trails in the morning and somebody sees a black bear walking down like the trail outside their, their room at 8am, like the bear did all the work for me. Like, I don't like, I'm done. Like, Mike drop, Mike drop, you know, like he saw a bear. <laughs> right. It's it's that, not the that, Central Park Zoo anymore. You are in yeah, the thick yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And and so in building this with your wife, I want to see if you have any relationship advice in keeping work and life separate, and building a business and raising a family all at the same time. You know, my my wife and I, we've done a lot of we've done a lot of projects together. We started in out of by blue together, which, you know, grew, 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 grew to, um, a nice size. And 
we learned through that process because we worked together there for about six, seven years. And then we had our first kid and then she's, she started doing her own thing. She started another brand on her own. So we hadn't worked together actually in that way. We had worked together historically, but then it'd been five years plus since we'd actually worked together and started something together. And I think we, we certainly have challenges like, like as any business partner, but especially married business partners can have. But the beautiful thing about our relationship, both, both um, family and, and work is that we, we, we bring something so different to the table. I am like the ever optimistic builder of things. I love, I love the vision. I love, I love rolling up my sleeves, figuring out how to, how to, how to, how to move fast and break things, but, but ultimately build. And she's really good at running things. And so, and, and you can't have one without the other. You really do need somebody that's going to be pushing the envelope and then somebody that's going to be basically figuring all the shit out that needs to be figured out and, and actually like making sense of it, but they work really well together. Um, and so, 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 you know, that's the advice, the advice to people, married couples, family that are working together. It's really, it's really knowing your strengths. And I think early on in United by Blue, we probably had even more challenges because we were younger. We didn't really understand our strengths. I think now we understand what we are and who we are and what we're good at. And that allows us to, to ultimately be successful because, um, I mean, the Rex, the Rex has actually been a lot more successful than I even imagined. And I don't think it would have, it certainly would not have happened without the collective sort of force that we are together. Absolutely. I will definitely make sure my, my fiance tunes into this advice because <laughs> this is something that we are currently working through as we build our own businesses and uh, figure out each nice. other's strengths and, and swim lanes, as we like to say. But, you know, for, for you, and you started with two little ones during this journey, and now you have three. Why is it important to you to raise your family in this setting? What do you hope they experience by frequently visiting the wrecks and growing up in this environment? Yeah, I mean, like, the, the, year, the year that we, we built it and lived there was an anomaly, right? I, I don't think we would have ever had the opportunity to do that had things not been shut down in Philadelphia. And so I, I, I'm so blessed that my children got the opportunity to spend a full year in the Poconos. Um, because yeah, we probably, we probably wouldn't have done it and we'll probably never do it again. Um, but that was just looking at that time period alone, you know, it was, it was everything from, you know, experiencing a full winter, which even though it's only two and a half hours from Philadelphia, vastly different in terms of snowfall and ski, like uh, winter activities and things like that to, you know, being able to like, just go outside and, and play on grass where we don't have that here. Um, but, but then, but now moving forward and also seeing us work, I think, I think, you know, previously both because of their age, but also because in Philadelphia work and family were sort of very split up in the Poconos, we, we really both directly and also just by like inadvertently experiencing it, the children got to see their mom and dad really build this. And I think that they understand like the comments that my son Rex will make now about, um, about things is just priceless. And, and like, you know, just, just everything from, you know, commenting on, the problems with a septic system or like, you know, worried about something that, that like, no, no other six-year-old now would ever think about or worry about because he was there for, 
for the entire process of building it or knowing what it is to um, fire somebody or hire somebody. He got to experience all of that firsthand. Um, he wasn't sitting at the table when those things happened, but he would he would he would be like, "Hey, where did you know who's this new person? Oh, this is this is this person. She's working on this. Or where did that person go? You know what, Rex? When you don't do the job or you 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 do things that are not honest, that's when you lose your job, and like that's called getting fired. And that's what Daddy had to do, you know. And so that was really really I think really important. And now even going going forward, getting to go up there check on things, you know, I took Rex alone with me last weekend for a night to go up and check on something. He got to do worker man stuff and he got to go around with me and figure things out, troubleshoot some things. Um, yeah, I think it's a great experience for them. Right. And to see it through their eyes too, to your point, they're so inquisitive. They're so curious about what's happening and why, oh, big time. why, why, why. And so it's, it's great to realize that, you know, with hospitality, you're always on, someone's always watching yeah. and paying attention. Um, so it, it's a great lesson for your kids and just to, to show how you should be running your business. I think so. Yeah. He's, they definitely see it even like in Philip, like we're, we're, we're living in Philadelphia, but we're still, you know, incredibly involved in terms of like, you know, even, even when our staff, their customer service calls will, will forward over to us and, you know, we're, we're showing them like, you know, how, yeah, you're always on like to, to have a successful hospitality business. It's although maybe some might think, oh, you're, you live in Philadelphia, so you're, you're passive owners. That's really not the case. Like we're, 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 we're it's just technology nowadays allows us to live in Philadelphia. Right. And, and that's, that's, that's a blessing that probably didn't exist 10 years ago as an operator of a small hotel. But now, now I do believe, especially with our experience and background in running businesses, we're able to still you know, run a successful business, even though we're not living there on site, like everybody else had to in, in the last hundred years of operating businesses like this. Hello, worldly travelers and loyal listeners. Do you know of places and people we can stay in good company with? Are you yourself a host looking to share your story and welcome in good company? We're always looking for new places to travel, new people to meet. Share who you know and where they are by sending us a note at stayinggoodcompany.com or by mentioning us on our social media channels at Stay in Good Company. We'll be sure to give you a shout out when we're there. It's time for us to take a trip to the Rex as it stands today. Can you paint us a picture of your property and the feelings that you wanted to evoke in your guests as they turn into your drive? Yeah, so, I mean, we we really wanted to, like, people back to... Uh, like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll back up. I, I, I grew up in Asia, but I would come to the Adirondack Mountains usually about once a year to visit my, my father's parents, my grandparents um, who were from there. My, my, my dad grew up like uh, in and around Lake George, which is Glen, Glens Falls, um, Adirondack region of, of upstate New York. And um, I always loved the vibes that you get where you have like, um, a cluster of cabins, you have like, like, you know, towering pine trees and just, just this, this, this true sort of camp feel, but, um, not camp. Right. And so the, the vibe that I, that I, that I wanted to create was, um, immediately transport you to a, like a park like setting, even though, even though you're right on the board of, 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 of the actual like promise land park, the Rex itself is almost like a park. 
And so that's where I was saying earlier, we flipped all the doors to the backside of the property to create this courtyard park-like appearance. Um, so we put a lot of money into the landscaping, um, into the, 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 just the layout of the property, not even inside the units, but the layout of the actual property to, to, to really focus on, on the park of the wrecks, but also the trailhead that we have into Promised Land State Park. So we, we recreated a park sign. So basically the same state park sign that you would see at a trailhead going into Promised Land State Park from state land like at a parking lot, you know, you have there at the Rex, which has this really like, you know, like just nostalgic vibe for people that know what that looks like with the orange lettering and things like that. Um, and, and, and ultimately having everything really focused on the idea that nature is your refuge. This is like, this is a place to come to, to rest and recharge in nature. Um, you know, it's not, for instance, uh, a place where you want to like have your car parked right next to your door. So the parking lot is very minor, but like the difference is the parking used to be like that, like a motel style where you would basically pull up and park in front of your door. Now it's like the parking lot separate. You know, it's only like 50 yards away, but it's separate so that you walk to your door, you have your own back area, things like that. It sounds like you've intentionally created a journey. So you're walking into a place, you've got this view in front of you, you're guided to see certain things and to feel certain ways. So you, you can definitely get a sense of that intentionality. And I think also taking a look inside your rooms, there's clearly a lot of care behind the minimalist design and the selection of the branded products partners that enhance the guest experience. So what led you to make those design choices and why did you choose to highlight some of those brands and some of those partners? Right. So Design-wise, you know, I, I was really inspired by. Um, initially, I was I was really inspired by by Scandinavian cabins, and and that's where the the, the wood paneling, the light colored wood paneling came came in. I wouldn't say we went all the way Scandinavian by any means. Like like it sort of blended in with with more traditional American, like modern American outdoor meets some Scandinavian features. Um, but I think for us, the idea of what the, the, the was previously was actually it was all wood paneling but it was dark wood paneling there was no window like there was very limited windows there was no lighting um and so that juxtaposition of what we what we had which was everything was so dark feeling to making everything very bright and cheerful was an important element of of of, of design um so the the other thing was to have a consistent theme in every room but not to be the same in every room. So, so the theme being every room has that one wall of knotty pine, um, but then the design elements and the furniture and everything else in, in each room is slightly very, very so that you, like many small boutique hotels, you choose your room. So you don't just get like a, a queen room. You actually book the maple queen suite and that's unit three. And so if you like the Maple Queen suite, you know that you'll, you can go and book that identical room again. And likewise, if you want to come back and you want to experience something a little bit different, you know, you can, you can have a different room with a different color theme and furniture and layout and things like that. So no two room is exactly the same. And then as far as the brand partners go, you know, we come from a consumer brand world, um, our, our background. And so making sure that we were working with brands that spoke to the same sort of um, customer 
both uh, like we know that our customers will recognize and resonate with these brands that are coming from markets that probably consume these brands, but also brands that can speak the same ethos, um, whether or not that be, you know, some of their value propositions and what they care about as a brand, um, like Birch mattresses, which is, uh, they're all organic and recycled material mattresses and, and they're amazing mattresses. Like they're not just, you know, a great ethos and, and not comfortable. They're probably the most comfortable. There are mattresses at the Rex are far more comfortable than the mattresses I have in my own house. And that's like, every time I go to the Rex and I sleep on a mattress there, I'm like, why, why do I, why do I have nicer mattresses here than at home where I sleep every day? And um, so really nice stuff that people will comment on. Like you want to have an experience at a hotel where it is nicer than your home. Like that is the type of experience that you want people to have because it's, it's five stars. Like, you, you know, like our reviews on Google, for instance, which, which, you know, now is probably the most important review source, in my opinion, um, are large in part praising certain elements that like are things like the mattresses, the linens, like things that I don't think many places always get praised for because, um, you know, I think a lot of people try to, especially in, in the Poconos region, I'd say, or, or just in general, like, you know, private, private hospitality sometimes forgets that those things are incredibly important. Um, heated bathroom floors. Do you know how inexpensive it is to put in when you're, when you're doing new tile work to put in an underlayment of, of heat, of heated floors is actually like three, 300 bucks maybe for a bathroom, but it makes the bathroom entirely different, especially when you're coming in there and it's cold outside and you have a heated bathroom floor, it makes a big difference. Shouldn't have told me that. I'm going to go rip up my bathroom tiles. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I definitely agree that, you know, paying attention to those small details and bringing in brands that then your guests can get access to and incorporate into their own day-to-day -day lifestyles uh, definitely helps them to just enjoy those simple moments and to reflect back and to always remember that that's, you know, they were introduced to it by the Rex and now they're drinking from a cup of coffee that a smeg provided in their own house. Um, and right. you know, there, there's that tie, there's that commonality that's there, which is, which is great. Totally. And so moving beyond the decor of the Rex, what would you recommend for a daily itinerary to take full advantage of your onsite offerings as well as the local surroundings like the promised land? So a daily itinerary at the, at the Rex would be, um, you know, you, you wake up, you, you make coffee in your smeg coffee maker with the, the local locally roasted coffee that we, we offer from black and brass. Um, you can go to our corner store, which I think is a really cool feature for such a small property um, to have a really proper uh, store that's self-service guest only using technology to really, you know, using technology that, it, that didn't exist 10 years ago to make something that, that I think is really value add. You can go there, you can get your, you know, you can get, go get some oatmeal, you can get some cheese, you can get some charcuterie stuff. There's milk, there's ice cream, there's games. There, there's a, actually it's a, it's a significant store, um, even though it's a small property and um, you go there, you, you, you pick up, you pick up some things, you have breakfast. And then really, I mean, the, the number one thing that people, that people want to do when they're at the Rex is, is they, they go for a hike and they enjoy the outdoors. Um, if you go out early enough in the morning, wildlife is still more active. You, by all means, you have a very high likelihood of seeing a black bear. Um, 
which are not aggressive, not like grizzly bears out West, but you know, they're, they're amazing animals, huge, you know, three, four, 500 pound bears. Um, and, uh, if it's summertime, you hike to the lake and go for a dip. Um, you can go fishing down there. You can go boating. Um, they rent kayaks and various boats like that. Um, the other, the other thing that people would probably do maybe in the afternoon, maybe they, if they do decide to drive anywhere, go to the town of Holly. Holly is about 15, 20 minutes away. It's a really cute, quaint town right on Lake Wallapalpac, which is the largest lake in the Poconos. Um, and, you know, really cute up and coming, you know, reviving town of, 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 of the area, which has really nice stores, some good restaurants. Um, if you want to go a little bit farther, you go to Honesdale, which is, which is even more quote unquote up and coming. That's where, um, you know, you almost have like Brooklyn or, or Philadelphia vibes where people, younger people have moved back to, uh, to, to, you know, reinvest and have a more affordable place to, to, to grow a business too. So, um, really cool town. So those two towns, and then, um, you know, in the, in the, in the late afternoon, evening, every single unit has its own dedicated outdoor space so everybody has their own fire pit a solo stove and um like i said we have a firewood rack which you know use wood we have fire starters making it super easy for people to start a fire because again a lot of these people may not be super outdoorsy people i grew up even though i grew up in in asia i grew up in the summer times always you know going to the adirondacks lighting a fire building a fire what i learned early on with the rex is that that experience is actually really unique like not everybody builds a campfire or has built a campfire. We have a lot of people taking their kids to the wrecks and they, the parents are building a campfire for the first time. And so providing that education, we made custom match boxes that have a little like diagram on the back on how to build a campfire. We give fire starter. I don't expect people to figure out how to do it with dry Rub leaves or anything together. like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and then we give, you know, we, we, we give that the wood as well, which, you know, under normal circumstances, you do have to like go out and buy a thing of wood and bring it in and everything like that. And the experience too, although we could put wood in each back area, we have a, we have a firewood wall, which then each room behind it has a, like a, a waxed canvas and leather carrying case mm -hmm. where you can carry the logs. So, you know, my vision early on, which is, which has come true is that experience of taking your carrying case, taking your kid or your your partner and you go to the firewood, you choose your firewood, you bring it back. That's an important part of the experience. Um, so, you know, people could either eat in, our larger units have full kitchens. So, so cooking, being a part of the, you know, like staying on site and doing that. Our smaller units have kitchen that's still, which people can use for some light cooking. Um, if not, they can go to a local, local establishment. The few places around us are truly like mountain, one place is called Mountain House Tavern. It's like a local, you know, like rural bar vibe. And uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, like it's crazy in a, in a, in a sort of fun way where it's like, you know, I'm usually, I'm 35 and I'm usually the youngest one there. It's like, it's definitely a, definitely a, a unique experience, but everybody without a doubt, if the weather's good, wants to have a campfire at night, roasting marshmallows, um, you know, scratching that itch, making s'mores. I'd say probably more s'mores are consumed at my property uh, a day than I probably want to know. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. And, and I love the, the feature of having just one collective place to go and get your firewood too. It's almost like a community gathering place 
where everyone has to go, they get their fire, maybe you interact and say a few words with other people staying there and uh, that, that sense of community and of trying new things and then going out into the local towns and, and meeting those uh, local folk is, is really all part of the experience. Now, are there any features or experiences that you'd like to make note of that your guests often miss or they don't take full advantage of? Um, hmm. I mean, well, there's, there's a new feature that people are definitely not going to miss that I missed that I think is really exciting and unique and that, um, we just put in a, uh, a barrel sauna. So, so only the larger, only the, actually there's only one unit right now that has like a cedar hot tub. We're putting in more for the larger units, but even then the smaller units don't have enough space for those, those features. So having a, a barrel sauna, which is sort of what you can imagine. It's, it's a barrel, not a barrel. It's, it's, it's in the shape of a barrel, but it's big. It's, it's, and it has a massive, um, full, full window in the back that faces the woods. So it, it basically has a window that looks into the 15,000 acres of wilderness and you sit in there, you know, it can be 10 degrees outside. You could be in there, 150 degree sauna, it's nice and toasty. Um, we landscape that area back where it is to have like a pond with fish and a waterfall, really serene, an amazing sort of amenity, a common amenity that um, also using technology to make it super seamless and, and nice for people to book. So they, you know, it's private. So you book your slot. Um, you, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's opening this weekend actually. So I'm excited about that. Um, so it's not necessarily something people are missing, but it's a new thing. And then I, I'd say that the, um, the thing that, um, I think people probably, I, I would love to see more ways to utilize is our comment is our main common space, not the private areas, but like for things like events for things like, um, classes and um, maybe gatherings, you know, maybe it's a yoga session on, on a weekend morning that we can bring somebody in for. Um, those types of features is the next iteration of the Rex Hotel, um, offering people even like guided services, like, hey, you wanna, you wanna learn how to fly fish? Hey, come up and, you know, Saturday, you can sign up for a fly fishing seminar or class and we can go out to the stream and we can, we can, you know, learn how to fly fish or you want to learn about like foraging for mushrooms, which Poconos in the promise that state park actually has a lot of mushrooms. It's a very moist environment and grows a lot of, a lot of stuff like that. And so, you know, go foraging with this local foraging guide and learn how to, how to find mushrooms. I think those are the cool things that I'm excited to, to layer into the Rex experience because I think that that's the next, that's the next step in, in, in creating a really well-rounded experience. Right. It definitely sets you apart and it allows you to also provide something unique and different for every season to keep people coming back again and again and for always sure. trying something new and, and learning and, and growing every time. And so you, you mentioned being two hours away from Philly and New York city. How do you accommodate your urban dwelling explorers, introducing them to the outdoor escape that is the Rex? Yeah, I mean the you know I'm an urban dweller explorer myself. I've always loved the outdoors, and and so I, but I, I guess maybe in that in that regards I am a little bit of an exception because of my background growing an outdoor brand, spending a lot of time outdoors, even though I I had roots in the city. But I think there's varying shades of urban, uh, urban explorer knowledge of the outdoors. Like I said earlier, like there's some people that have never made a fire before. And it's making it, you know, not making it like, oh, you don't know how to make a fire, but like just giving them the tools that they need to make it easy for them. 
so that they're not feeling stupid or embarrassed that they can't get a fire started for their kids, you know, and trying to make things super easy. So anything outdoor oriented is very like, I'd say accessible and entry level. Nothing is intimidating, right? The hikes around us, just go out and hike. You can go for like a little, like half a mile loop and you'd be like, I hiked today and that's great. Or you could go for like 10, 15, 20 miles if you really wanted to, and you could be a really hardcore, you know, outdoor person. Um, but as far as like, you know, as far as that, like I said, people, people stay at the recs and they say, you know, I'm glamping or I'm camping. I've heard it many, many times. And at first I was like, yeah, like I was thinking to myself, you're, you're joking, right? Like you're, you think you're camping. I, I know what I grew up camping, you know, like sleeping on a pad in a tent, you know, crappy weather, sweating, freezing, stuff like that, you know? And 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 what I realized is, is that that's totally fine. Like people, people need to embrace the outdoors however they feel comfortable. And and some people, some people really want a luxurious outdoor experience. And that's the market of the hospitality industry that I found I have found very interesting and I want to grow in more because it does seem like probably a large or it is a larger market opportunity than uh, the people that want to rough it, you know, like, like I did as, as a kid. I could not agree more. Like I mentioned earlier, I lived and worked in New York City for years prior to the pandemic. I went to school in Philly. And so I myself have experienced that corporate grind, the subsequent burnout, and definitely would have liked an escape like the Rex, you know, when I lived there and that escape to nature that I, that you are now providing so many people. And so for what advice do you have for your guests and our listeners in incorporating this slower lifestyle into their own day-to-day lives if they are unable to visit the recs as often as we'd like? That's a great, that's a great, great question. I I mean, I I think um, incorporating a slower and more thoughtful life into, into your life. If, 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 if you're living a, you know, a high stress urban dwelling sort of experience, I think is really sometimes as simple as, um, you know, going out for a run or a walk and, and, and it's something that I actually COVID really helped me with. I, prior to COVID, I was definitely a lot more unhealthy with sort of my, my, my sort of lifestyle. Um, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm perfect now, but, but I definitely found time for myself during COVID because a lot of that other crap got cut out. So that re recentered me. And when, especially when we were at the recs that then translated back when we moved back to Philadelphia um, to, you know, go for a run along the river, find time in the park um, to, to stretch things, things that I think seem so simple, but those are elements of what you're getting at a larger scale. When you stay at a place like the recs, you're just getting that for like three days if you're at the recs, whereas, you know, in a city, it's not to say that you can't experience that. You just have to be a lot more mindful and seek those things out. And without without being mindful about it, it's so easy, as you know, to just get caught in the grind and go, 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 and then go and forget about yourself. Right. You need that reset that the Rex provides, and then you're able to incorporate those little moments into your every day. That's great. Yeah, I think so. Hello, worldly travelers and loyal listeners. Are you too planning your upcoming travels and in search of independently owned and operated stays and experiences to visit along the way? Head on over to stayingcompany.com 
or our social media channels at Stay In Good Company and drop us a note with where you're going and when, and we'll be sure to set you up in good company for your trip. Just don't be surprised if we hide away in your suitcase and join you in your journeys. So now that we know what it's like to stay in good company at the Rex, and we've learned and we've grown in good company with you, Brian, and thus we have a few final questions, what I like to call tip of the tongue table topics. So who would be a dream overnight guest? Oh boy, um, a dream overnight guest, like a celebrity, right? Is that what you're thinking? Celebrity, someone anybody? who has passed, someone <laughs> close to you, I, doesn't matter. Oh, you know, it would be, it would be really, it'd be really cool to have, um, my entire family. Cause it's small enough where we could have like everybody there. And just, I, I like for a Christmas, you know, or something like that, I would love, that would be a dream of mine to get everybody in, book out the entire place and just have like a great time. I can see a big family reunion, matching t-shirts, yeah. postcard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> love yep. it. There you go. Now, do you have a horror guest or a favorite guest story you'd like to share without the names? You know, you know, yeah, they're, they're, we, we've, we've been so fortunate to have so many great guests and our, and our reviews have been like, I pinch myself when I, when I see how, how many people love what they, what they experience at the Rex, but there's, there's one person and this is more of a horror that I just don't understand because I think they're like, I think people, people know the power of Google and, and know the power of like the, the online reach and, and they just consistently come back and like, they're posting pictures, really random pictures on our, on our, on our reviews about like the, 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 the a little bit of dust behind like the pullout TV. So like, it's like the, the behind the TV, there was a little bit of dust and they're, and they're, and they'll put, and this is like a year ago. literally they stayed a year ago because I know because the pictures they post to the outside of the building is like, like some renovation work was still going on. So I can, I can, I can, I can, I can timestamp it or, 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 or they took a, or they're posting a picture of the dumpster outside. Like, like, like where you, the actual dumpster far away from the, the guest rooms, not like the dumpster right next and or, or the house, the house down the road. And it's like a really rundown house, right? And it's right. like, what's the kind? I, I don't understand what their intention is. It's like some people have so much time that I'm like, you're coming back to our page consistently to post pictures that you took a year ago. <laughs> Honestly, impressive. <laughs> it's very impressive. That's where I'm like, I actually, I actually, if 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 it was earlier on, like in our first few months, I'd be like, oh my god, they're like, they're 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 giving the rock. But there's so many good pictures and there's so many good reviews, and I'm like, you know what? It's sort of laughable. It's like, right. you got a lot of time. God bless you. You should honestly just hire them for your inspections and you will, yeah. <laughs> you'll find every little detail. That's funny. Yeah. Now, yeah. do you have a most embarrassing story that took place in front of a guest? Yeah. I mean, whew, you know, we've, we, we learned a lot about plumbing and septics and things like that. And like, I, we had one, one uh, incident where, we had a clog that was so bad. I, it was, it was like unsolvable and I'm out there, I'm in the tank with a snake slurping up the, trying to get up there and, and snaking something out from the back end of it, from the tank and into the house. We cannot get it out. 
I have this like guy down the road that, that, that like, you know, he lives down the road, he comes, he's like, Hey, hi, buddy, I can help you. And so like the guests are out by their fire. They're just, they're, they're like happy, but like, they're like, they, they need to use the toilet. I had to give them another unit uh, to use in the meantime, but they needed this unit because it was a big unit. And so we take the toilet, we rip the toilet off in the bathroom. We have the toilet, we have, you know, their crap, other people's crap sort of like everywhere. And like, we're just trying to jam this snake to try to get this clog cleared. And um, long story short, we actually had to call in like, like a, a septic company to jet the line and all of this was going on while they were just trying to enjoy the fire. And they were great about it. They actually came back. They were repeat guests. Wow. And um, because we were, it wasn't like we weren't trying to solve it. We were just like really up against a, a pretty bad clog. That is a lesson to teach your kids. Kids, come see this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Now, to change the subject, what would be your favorite spot to sneak away to on your property? I'm sure it's far away from the septic system. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not quite on our property, but the fact that there is a trailhead. I mean, when we lived there, I would just like, even if I just had to go out and take like a five minute, 10 minute break, go out in the, the forest, walk around, you know, um, just go out there by myself, be quiet, see the animals, things like that. Absolutely. And so do you have a favorite family tradition, whether or not you share it with your guests? Um, is it something that you're starting at the Rex or with your family that you're growing? You know, the one thing we started at the Rex that we've, we've done every year since then. So a couple of years since then is um, we do a, uh, like a like a hot, uh Chinese hot pot um, for for New Year's Eve. So we spent the holidays and Christmas and New Year's at the Rex that year by ourselves because that was the the 2020 season. And um, we started that tradition where we where we where we got a whole bunch of ingredients and we're in the you know the original unit that was not renovated yet, all dark wood panels, and we had hogu, and um, and that was a really great family tradition that we started at the Rex that is now translated into something that we like to do every New Year's Eve. And I anticipate us continuing that for forever. It's a cool tradition. That sounds delicious. I would definitely have to book well in advance to come see that. Wow. Now, not to overstay our welcome, I want to wrap up our conversation by asking if our listeners haven't already done so during this episode, where can they go to book a stay at the Rex? So you can book a stay at staytherex.com. That's the, the best and most direct way to book with us, um, also the cheapest. Um, and they can also learn a lot more about the, the property on our website, as well as on our Instagram, which is um, uh, at United by Blue. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Brian. How I wish I could have a nature escape like the Rex when I used to live in Philly and New York myself. Now I'll just have to take a detour to you all next time I go back to visit. Wonderful. We look forward to having you. Thank you for listening along. I hope you found yourself to be in good company. I know I did. Be sure to rate and review, invite your friends along, and find out more ways to stay in good company in the show notes below. Until next time, remember to slow down and to savor the company you're in. Cheers, my friends.